Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week we're doing, again, Audience Choice Month. We keep rolling it out and you guys have chosen your number one slot, Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> and we can see why you chose it. My God. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. What do you think of this movie, Craig? What are your uh, feelings to pour right. them on me? What's happening? I know that this is going to go against like the majority of opinions about this movie. Uh, but when this movie came out, we Kat and I sat down on the couch and we paid the $30 or whatever exorbitant Whoa. price it was to watch it. Because it was, I think, at what I would call the 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 the, the low point for me. <laughs> We're very close to the low yeah. point. And we cracked open a bottle of wine and I was so committed to having a good time with yes. it that I did. Mm-hmm. And as soon as some of the like people I respect, <laughs> people <laughs> whose opinions on movies I respect, started coming out, it was like one of those things where like I almost dreaded to revisit it because I just needed a win. Uh, so revisiting it now for the podcast is a little interesting. And I got to say... There are some weird things about it. It could be a little shorter, but I do not hate this movie like other people hate it. How about you, Rebecca? <laughs> yes. Um, okay. <laughs> I personally, this was the first time I had watched it. I didn't. I did not pay the thirty. Surprise, surprise, kill yeah, surprise. No, I did not pay the thirty. Um, no, I just waited for now and. You know, upon first watch, I would say I would agree with you that there are parts to enjoy. There are enjoyable moments in this film. It is number one. How? Two and a half hours? How dare you? Okay. (laughs) How dare you, man? Like, I get it. I like I think if this movie was like hour 45, much better. Much, much better movie. Okay, because I hate this thing and all movies, I feel like so many movies are doing this now where they're trying to roll it out like, we've got a five course meal for you. We've got a five course meal for you. And then you just serve me cheese and crackers the whole time, which I love cheese and crackers. Delicious. Okay, delicious. (laughs) All right. Love it. I'll eat that anytime. Okay. Yum, yum, yum. But you can't tell me it's a five course. Okay, you can't do that, all right? I need to see some steak at a moment. And this movie (laughs) gave me no steak, okay? And that's what I found frustrating about it. Also, cut cut every emotional moment. Those were all way too long, unnecessary. I didn't care. I did not care. And no moment did I care if that guy was there or not. <laughs> like, oh, Steve, boy, Chris Pine? Yeah, right? Oh, I was like, you, I can take him or leave him. I, I really don't care. <laughs> and maybe that's just because I'm not like super into this like Wonder Woman universe. Honestly, in my opinion, the most slamming scene in that whole movie is where they start. It's with the little girl. I'm like, that whole thing, awesome. If you yeah. hate that, though, I'm into that, okay? But as soon as they cut to her, I'm like, is it just my feel? I'm like, why did they make her such a dick? Yeah, like, I think we'll get into that in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm really, 
You can tell how I have so many opinions on this movie. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I just, I'm going to launch. Like, Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I guess, do you want to try and summarize this movie? Okay, so basically, okay, so we have, we have Wonder Woman. She's a, she's, a, she's a lone wolf. She's a lonely lady. <laughs> okay. And that's, that's apparently a major plot line. <laughs> she's very lonely. And we have, okay, so we have this guy who has this failing company, this failing oil business. He's kind of, he's like a bit of a con man. He's tried to like squirm his way out of this. He figures out through research, okay, through a lot of research, apparently. This guy's dug in way more than any other character has at any point. Okay, to figure out what, that there's this magic crystal that grants wishes. <laughs> Stay with us. There's a magic crystal that grants wishes, and he figures out that he can make himself like this this dream stone. Like he can make himself the the genie essentially, and grant all these other wishes. And then complete chaos ensues, of course, because every wish is contradictory to other ones, and it just shows how. This movie's just basically like people are bad. If you give yeah. the, them the opportunity, everybody sucks. Okay, so this guy makes himself the Dreamstone. He starts, you know, growing his business. Things start popping off. Uh, Wonder Woman has wished for her boyfriend back because she's lonely. He comes back, although she at that moment she doesn't necessarily know it's going to work. It's just kind of right. like that's her that that is her wish within the moment. Fair enough. Um, but we realize it's this like monkey paw sort of thing where it's like, if you get something, something bad also happens. Yeah. She starts losing her powers. Um, who that man is, is also a very dark plot line, but I don't even want to touch it right now. Cause I have like five minutes on it like that. We need to talk about this so deeply. Um, of course these wishes keep getting bigger and bigger, more global and global. And then we realize that she can, the, you you can get rid of your wish if you just say I I don't want it anymore. Basically, <laughs> like I, I rescind my wish. You announce it and and it's, it reverses itself. Yeah. Um, and save civilization. And, and save civilization. She gives a very passionate. So she finds him. She tracks him down. He's granting all these wishes. All this chaos is exploding. And she just gives this speech about how, you know, you, you, you can't always get what you want, everybody. Come on, save the world. <laughs> <laughs> and we should also mention uh, Barbara is in there, played by Kristen Wiig. Uh, oh, and who I will be fighting for. Oh, all yes. day long. <laughs> uh, who is her inadvertent wish, again, is that she was more like Diana Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. And as far as I can tell, we're, I mean, we're going to get into this, but she loses nothing. She, <laughs> she, she got, uh, I, I don't know why she would, I don't know why she would rescind her wish. Uh, but, um, except for some one later on maybe, but, uh, yeah, I mean, so like, I think the, the, it's pretty clear for me, the villains in this movie, Max Lord, the, yes. uh, Pedro Pascal, yeah. uh, who I really like. He seems like he's having a lot of fun. Honestly, <laughs> really made the movie better. Like, yeah. I was just like, I just like watching this man, whatever he's doing. I like to watch it. I like what he's doing. Yeah. And then Kristen Wiig's, uh, Barbara or, uh, who essentially she, like kind of, I believe turns into Cheetah. 
cheetah. That's what which it is. is. I was like it's some sort of cat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, but I, I, I mean, literally, like cheetah from the DC yes. universe. That's yeah. Yeah. They, they um, didn't get too crazy on that character's <laughs> name. They were like, oh, you you're a cat, you cheetah. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I th- those are the two villains in this whole thing. Those are the people who yep. oppose Wonder Woman. Um, I just got to say, you mentioned this. In your little summary, and uh, Maxwell Lord, Pedro Pascal, I fucking love that loophole. You know what I mean? Where he's like, I wish to be the Dreamstone. That, like, he figured out how to get infinite wishes. Well, that's what I say. I'm like, this guy is like the kid that's like, but what if I wish for a million wishes? Like, like, that's the guy. That's him. (laughs) We're just watching it play out. (laughs) Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. Like, I... I don't love loopholes, like, but but when someone finds like this this little hole in the thing that they go, you didn't think about this, and they exploit it, I'm like, I cannot help but just admire them a little bit. Yeah. For like, you were smart enough to trick this stone, this wish stone. Like, like this is like I think later they say this was like the god of lies or something like that, and like deception and always takes what uh takes what it wants from this but like i just everyone gets one wish so he wishes to be the stone so that he gets to decide what the price is extracted is is glorious good for him and you know what i'm gonna call it not a shortcut not a shortcut at all they're like (laughs) you can't cheat you can't have a shortcut if you're fucking finding lost artifacts researching the shit out of them to figure out how they work that's not cheating in my mind. Yeah. You did the work. Okay, so, and and we kind of jump into how he acquires this stone, okay? And I think that's kind of important to the narrative because they really frame it like it's this evil thing. So we got it through these back channels or whatever. There's essentially this jewelry store that in the back they're dealing with these artifacts or whatever, right? FBI comes in, they take this stuff, they bring it to the museum or where is that a museum? What is it? Yeah, a school it's museum? Smithsonian museum. Yeah. 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 Museum. Sorry. I just never clocked that. I was like, there's somewhere smart. <laughs> I, was like, I, think it's I love how in your mind there's like smart places and not yeah. smart places, like little lines on the of map. Course, that's yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a smart place. I, we're, we're not allowed in there. <laughs> yeah. Library smart place. Uh, Popeye's on the corner of Dufferin and Bloor. Not a smart place. There's uh, you just gotta, <laughs> Anyway, so so it gets dropped off there and they're trying to decide like they're they're trying to they're appraising it essentially, figuring out what it is. She's like, this thing is like worthless, pretty much. The stone in it's like fake, essentially. Yeah. It's like a um, what is that? Citrus citru- citru- something. <laughs> something. Oh. I don't like, I don't like citrine. Rocks. Citrine. <laughs> I think that's what they were calling it. I've been on um, record to say that rock nerds are my least favorite nerds. So what? Don't worry. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Craig, I think you just lost like 15 fans, man. (laughs) You know, it's stones, big deal. Uh, (laughs) So they appraise a stone, and it was supposed, and she finds, uh, Wonder Woman finds out, she lifts up the box and realizes that it was supposed to go to Max. Like, that's who had ordered it through this, like, back channel or whatever. And I ask you this this guy comes in and borrows it. 
Like, because they kind of frame it in that scene where he's, like, going to take it. Like, he's, like, tricking Barbara. Like, ooh, I'm going to take it. But then she literally says, like, two scenes later, she's like, yeah, he borrowed it. Yeah. Like, he clearly said something to her. She didn't, like, just look at it and was like, oh, I guess he borrowed it. Or where to go. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in here before and then was gone. Yeah. Told her, right? Okay, so even told her on top of it. But I ask you this, all right? Say you go to buy some drugs, okay? It's not legal to buy drugs, but you're going to go buy some drugs, okay? Somebody steal, takes those drugs. They are then, again, within your eyeline. If you take them, is that that bad? <laughs> you pay for them. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, mean, it is all illegal, okay? You shouldn't be doing any of it. But at a moment, this man has paid for this, researched, okay, found it, paid for it, so there's some way you had to, there's no way you didn't pay for it. Okay. Right. Paid for it. Okay. It got taken. He takes it back. Valid. I a hundred percent. And like, you can maybe be like, he pretends to be interested in Barbara to gain access to a very no, powerful No, he is wish interested. It. He's interested. Yeah. It's just a bonus. It's just it, like, well, <laughs> thank yeah. God you're hot. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also I would probably do that. I would probably pretend to be interested in a girl in order to obtain something that can grant me any wish I want. Like the, mm. the, the, the scale of like shittiness to benefit is so high, you know? Yes. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it's worth it. Like, Rebecca, if you were like, I, I flirted with a guy and uh, was able to achieve every dream I've ever had as a consequence, I'd be like, yeah. I get it. <laughs> I've been tricked for less. Yeah. So much less. Oh, man. Uh, so I am like, and here's here's my other defense of Max, is like, first of all, we, we learned that he was raised dirt poor, made yes. fun of all the time for being poor, and his whole motivation, I think he's actually quite sympathetic in his motivations, where misguided but sympathetic where he wants to be a, a good, powerful, and successful man for his son. He wants his son to think that he is his good. I don't think that's how you make your son think that you're good. By no, no, a he's misguided. Yeah. But yeah, he's misguided. And he, you know, come. I like how he comes around at the end. About That was a nice scene. I, I did like <laughs> that. Uh, I, like th- I feel like this is just going to be me dumping on you being like, but this is good. This is kind of <laughs> nice. And, uh, but his biggest thing is like, oh, now he's, he's a little too greedy. Mm. and he can't really control the wishes anymore, and it kind of gets out of hand. But I would but, argue... Oh, okay. I'm going to let you argue first, because I feel like we're about to say the same thing. So yeah. <laughs> The wish system doesn't make any sense, so it's impossible to control. Well, that, yes. Okay. <laughs> and I thought... Okay, answer me this, Craig. Um, do you have to touch him or no? <laughs> oh, that's a huge... Yeah, that's a huge... I was hole. like, what the fuck is happening? There were moments where I was like... I don't even feel like you're following your own logic here. <laughs> right. It's it's hugely contradictory. I hate how they just show up at the president's office and they're like, we have a technology that does exactly what you need it to. Yeah. Especially in a movie where there's wishes. Like you could just there's be like... Wishes. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't need to clumsily uh, do that. You can just be like, I wish I had the ability to reach out and touch everybody on the planet. Boom. Done. Yeah. And then they're like, this satellite thing pops up and you're like, oh, that's how that wish manifests. I don't need to know the logic of it. But the fact that mm-hmm. like that happens to be what they're looking at when he goes to meet the president, you're like, come on. 
<laughs> we sp- we're like an hour and a half, hour, 40 minutes into a two and a half hour movie. And you're just introducing this, this gizmo that will allow you to do this. No, no, no. That needed to be set up from the beginning. Yeah, fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> there were a few moments where I just, I was like, come on, guys. Come on. I was just sitting there going, come on. Come on. Yeah. The, and the other big plot hole that really bothered me was this. So, again, wishes exist. He's very capable of making and extracting whatever costs or whatever he wants. Here's how this movie should have ended where Wonder Woman shows up and they're in that convoy and she's trying to stop them, Mm -hmm. he should turn to the guy beside him and go grab his arm and say, gee, Wonder Woman sure is strong and powerful. Don't you wish she was on our side? (laughs) 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 Movie over. (laughs) Roll the 15 minutes of credits. Let's go. And you know what cost I'm going to extract from you guy for doing that? Bubblegum doesn't taste quite as good as you remember it as a child. Is that because you got older? Is that because you just idolize everything in your youth? I don't know. It seems like a small price to pay. But I, I think I would also make the argument, because I'm going to make the same argument for, your, um, for Cheetah there, where it's like, at a moment, I don't actually think it's you anymore. It's like you, the mm-hmm. the wish has altered you in such a way that these are not your own actions, in a sense. It's like this god working through you, like this yeah. devilish the creature working through you in some capacity. And especially if you make yourself the Dreamstone, then I'm like, you've got to have the most in you. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of a, a thing about, like, I think his whole thing is he gets in over his head. I don't think that he wanted to start a Ponzi scheme with his oil company, but no. I think he got I think he got in over his head and didn't know how to get out. Yeah. Um, also, just as a side thing, somebody conning a bunch of oil men does not bother me at all. Well, I'd sleep fine. <laughs> except he wasn't conning oil men. He was, it was he a not? Co- no, it was a cooperative. So the idea was is that you'd call in and like regular people would give him money. Oh, yeah, all right. And as part of a... <laughs> That's different. To, to buy in. Yeah, no, it's absolutely a scam. It's a Ponzi <laughs> scheme for sure. And the the one investor that uh, confronts him even says, like, how are you going to keep paying the dividends? The only way you could do that is by getting new investors to pay the old investors. And that is the definition of a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Uh, it is not good, not legal, but I think he got in over his head. Yeah, I mean, yeah. At, at minimum, I think we should really start talking about how bad Wonder Woman is <laughs> in this movie. Oh, yeah. that's some that's some evil, dark shit if I've ever seen it. And I can't. I don't know why uh, no one stepped in and was like, "Listen, there's an, a, a much lighter way to do this." <laughs> Go so go on. I think I know what you're talking about, but like uh, the, the rape <laughs> is that <laughs> is that what we're talking about? I yeah. mean, she's taken oh basically wished her old boyfriend into a new person's a, a person that exists. Okay. Yeah, basically his spirit gets zapped into zapped this other guy and he takes a, over another control. guy, and it's like. That's okay. 
if I'm if I'm writing this, it's like he can just appear and you're losing your powers and you have to wish him away so you can save the world. Yeah. Good. <laughs> That's fine. Why did we have to add in this layer of like it's also taking over somebody else's life? Right. And and just to be perfectly clear, the fact that they have sex and it's not his body means that the huge consent issues, huge yeah, consent yeah. issues. And like so many people flagged this before. But uh, Rebecca, even even I would offer a, 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 another solution. Your solution works as well, where it's just him and she's losing her powers. Yeah. But there is a bit of a moral conflict here where you go, he's here because another person isn't. So if he exists, then that other person doesn't get to live their life. Yeah, right? but maybe not his body. <laughs> right. So what you do, you do it like sh- you do it like changing lines in a hockey game. Mm-hmm. You go like, put me in, coach, and someone else comes off the ice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so he can show up in the guy's apartment. He can have to wear his clothes or whatever. But realizing as they go that, oh, this guy's disappeared because you're here. And then it becomes that whole, it becomes that whole thing of, well, should you get to live, Steve, and this guy doesn't because you've already had your chance and he does Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's still a moral conflict there. Yeah. That would facilitate Steve giving it up. But as you pointed out, the other cost, that's not the cost of the wish either. Mm-hmm. The cost of the wish is that she's losing her powers. So yeah. you can just pick one or the other. Yes. The other one is super dark. It's bad. It's really bad. And as somebody that's a hero, you should clock it as bad right away. I'm not saying like all heroes, you, there has to be some sort of like, you know, emotional pulling and going, okay, like I've got to rise to the occasion be a better person, all that kind of stuff. I get it. Yeah. This is too dark for me. It's it at least okay, here's my pitch. It's too dark from a hero. If this was the villain, I buy this. Okay, mm. I buy this. I'm like, yeah, that person's doing more bad things. <laughs> They're doubling down on their badness. Whereas like like that whole dress-up scene, that whole montage where it's like Oh, he's in different clothes now. I'm like, so much darker if you film it in reality. With the guy. Not the way that she sees him, but the way he is. Yes. And like... like He's dressing up like a a toy. Like like this man is is a Barbie doll at this moment. You're having sex. And what creeped me out just so much... Because I was like, oh my God, this is just chilling. Is when she meets the real guy. When he's like back in his body and they have that short little back and forth. And I'm like, he doesn't know you fucked him. Like, (laughs) that's so messed up. It's wrong. It's freaking me out. It feels bad. It makes me feel bad. I don't like it. (laughs) And again, it doesn't make anybody feel bad if one guy gets taken out of the game and another guy gets put in. So it's Chris Pine in his real body. He's got to wear this dude's other clothes. Mm -hmm. That's still funny and an enjoyable scene. But we don't have this weird uh, consent issue thing. It's dark. It's dark. It's very dark. Um, It's like something you would see in an 80s movie. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's why they did it. (laughs) It's an 80s comedy. Yeah. (laughs) It's Wonder Woman 1984. We're doing it up like the 80s. This feels like our Revenge of the Nerds and our Police Academy. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm telling you. Thematically, it works. 
Oh my god! I also felt like <laughs> just how to... uncomfortable and sexual the eighties were. And you're like, oh, I do now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is every man in the, like? It feels like every like not not our main characters and that sort of thing, but like these side guys. What is with every man that has a lie? They're just like, oh, like they, I feel like they're sticking their tongue out going, oh, like, like it's all like, like the, oh, like, like when the, she gets grabbed in the park and like, even, even like the criminals off the top, they're like holding that little girl over the thing. Like, I'm not going back, man. I'm not going. I'm like, who wrote this? Yeah. <laughs> because I, I felt like I was like, okay, because that was so early on in the movie, I was like, okay, we're going to really lean, lean into this like, old, like, like this cheesy superhero thing, which I could totally get on board for. Okay, I could totally get on board for it. I love it. I have no problem with that. But to me, it has to be that then. That's what we're watching. It felt to me like I was watching a movie where every once in a while I'd have a real character and then I would have a cartoon character next to them and it was just constantly that. And I was like, yeah. well, what is it? <laughs> Well, and I think, like, I, I think, I think there is maybe something that was be, trying to be said about, like, women being sexually harassed and, like, Barbara in particular having kind of the power to then, like, fight back. And, like, thematically, that's not bad. But, like, when it's tied in with, like, Wonder Woman basically, like, you know... <laughs> uh raping a guy uh it's not cool and yeah. like it sends it sends mixed messages um and like if we could just go and touch on barbara for a second because of this so one i don't think wonder woman is particularly kind or nice to barbara to begin with um i think at any point she yells at her a lot like it seems or is very at least stern or condescending to barbara um, I think she's been right. She's, she's a dick the whole way through the movie. I'm yeah. sorry. That's just how I felt it. I, I kept trying to check myself and be like, why am I feeling this way? What is this exactly? And it's just like a lot of her lines. I'm like, why? It came across as, as cold distant yes. at, at the very worst, uh, or at the very best and kind of like malicious or mean spirited, that kind of the I got to tell you right now, anyone who has ever told me they don't own a TV, I fucking hate them. Immediately. <laughs> imme I don't. <laughs> oh, do you recognize? I don't own a TV. You could have just said no. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's all no, you that's had fine. to say there. No, no, I, I haven't seen it. Well, and, and yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so much I want to say about that. <laughs> like when, during that scene, um, we don't know, like Max comes across as a bit of a sleazy guy. Mm-hmm. And like, but he's like basically flirting with Barbara and kind of showing her a good time. And Barbara is flattered and is showing him around and is very excited to have met this guy. She needs and the boost. Sometimes right. you just need the boost. And Diana comes in and is like, why are you paying attention to her? Like, it, it's like this, it's this gross moment mm -hmm, where she mm -hmm. doesn't know he's a bad guy yet. She hasn't discovered yeah. the name in the, the, the thing. She doesn't know who he is, but she's like, well, you must be up to something because you're interested in Barbara. <laughs> oh, come on. And this is a woman that, like, the day before, she's dropped all her stuff on the floor. Diana helps her pick it up or whatever. And then Barbara's like, she didn't say this, but this is this is the this is the the note where she's like, I just started a couple weeks ago. We're both 
women in the 80s with PhDs working in a museum. Do you want to grab lunch sometime? That's a very, like, we should talk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm meeting people here, and it seems like we might have some things in common. Do you want to go grab a professional lunch and discuss our careers? And, like, Diana just is like, no. No, thanks. (laughs) Like. I'm alone, and I'm. I'm I'm alone and I'm sad and I like it that way. Like, And then she only goes to lunch with her once she needs information about something. Yeah. So she's also, like, you know what? I will go on. Everyone in that office. I'm, I'm, I'm so confused by that flip of like, hey, looking good. Look who can walk now. We're going to be friends. Like, how was that the issue? Well, and that comes from like the wish, right? That uh, that Barbara inadvertently makes where she wants to be more like Diana. And everyone likes Diana because like she's a very, she's an Amazon woman. She's she's a literal Amazon woman, right? She's she's supposed to be very attractive and all the rest. Um, But the craziest conceit of this movie is that Kristen Wiig, even playing a nerd or a dork, is not one of the most charismatic and likable people in the world. (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? Like, like, show me Kristen Wiig dropping a briefcase in the middle of a hallway and stuttering her way through it, and I'll be sitting there with my my hands on my chin being like, this is so engaging. Do more of this, (laughs) Kristen Wiig. (laughs) I realize that's an acting thing, but like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But okay. So the, the getting back to kind of like the sexual harassment thing with Barbara, which is that like her power is basically, she now has the strength to fight back. And what they Mm -hmm. say that she has lost is her kindness or her joy for life. But that's, that's only a thing that she has because people walk all over her. Right? Like when Diana says, what happened to this bright, happy person that was so friendly She's basically saying, why don't you let us walk all over you still? Why are you standing up for yourself? Why don't you smile? (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of it. It was like, you used to be like a happy person. It's like, I used to be, pretend to be nice to people because people treated me like shit. And that's the Mm -hmm. only way I could like, that was not assert myself, but like, if I wasn't nice to people, they were so mean to me. Yes. And if I could draw just a comparison, because I think the flip in the movie where you're supposed to be like, oh, this isn't the same woman anymore, is when the guy that was originally trying to assault her, uh, she sees him again and stops and is like, you remember me. And of course, he does his whole song and dance again. And she starts just kicking the shit out of him, right? To the point where he can't get up. Okay. Like, that's the whole, like, I don't, he's not dead. No. He's not dead. Um, But he can't get up. Okay. And that's supposed to be like, oh, the, she's lost all of her humanity. I'm like, <laughs> hit him again. Hit him again. Okay. Oh, she's lost all of her humanity. Wonder Woman threw a man onto Same a guy. car oh, that- within the first <laughs> Whatever, five they were already minutes tied up. Movie. They were tied yes. up. Yeah, they were fine. You she didn't had have that to throw them out control. a window onto a cop car, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. destroying no it. The, unnecessary. Okay, the man on and the bottom the, of that pile is dead for sure. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, completely collapses a car, and that's supposed to be like, look at Wonder Woman taking these bad guys out, and then and, and Wonder then, Woman also kicked the same guy across the park in the beginning. Yes. So like that's heroic, but so Barbara being like. 
fuck this oh. serial harasser who's trying to grope me every time I walk by him. And yes. every every woman, uh, he's a gross dude, totally indefensible. And then I just the, the homeless guy that she gives uh, meals to walks up. He's like, Barbara, what are you doing? And they cut away too soon. Because what Barbara should have said was beating up a serial sex harasser. Uh, yes. Sexual harasser. <laughs> and the homeless guy going to be like, okay, just checking in. Carry on. Thanks Carry for the food. Carry on. <laughs> I thought that man was a fine citizen. Yeah. Apologies. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was worried about your shoes. Uh, kicking so much ass. <sighs> I just, I, the things that Barbara lost, I do, I do not see as being like negative. I think it, she lost having to be nice to everyone for fear of um, being attacked. Well, that and well, my argument is going to be that kind of her, um, her like uh, monkey paw sort of situation has fed into itself, and it's in a cycle that is impossible for her to get out of, and one that she didn't know she was getting into. Mm. Let me tell you if I touch something and make a wish. <laughs> It's not because I think it's going to work, okay? <laughs> like, it's just, like, it's, like, yeah. part of therapy. It's like, oh, you know, I wish this. Like, I, I want this. This is something that I have identified in my mind as a desire for me, okay? And if I wished on something and it came true and it was feeding into itself, <laughs> we're on the train we can't get off there's no way she can get off that train because it's all about like her kind of like losing her niceness and her humanity then yeah <laughs> she's not gonna wish it away it's 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 almost like i don't know it's this woman has signed a contract she wasn't allowed to read yeah yeah there's that's that, what it comes down sure. to for me is that she signed a contract she wasn't allowed to read. Does she take it too far, in my opinion? Probably. But how could you not? She You're does on the get, train. <laughs> yeah. She does get screwed over on her second wish, though. Which, like, we'll get to the fact that she gets a second wish in a second. Because, again, I'm going to say that the <laughs> wishes like, don't make any sense. <laughs> uh, but she, she wishes. She's like, I don't want to be just like her anymore. I want to be the best. I want to be an apex predator. And that's kind of the weird script way that they shoehorn her being turned into a, a literal cheetah, a cat yeah. woman. And like, I understand that's the character she needed to end up as at the end of the movie. Otherwise she's not the real character. I get that. And that's super weird to try and turn a lady into a cat for no other. Like I get that. That's a, that's a shoehorning of a writing task. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but Barbara gets fucked over so bad. She wants to be the best, not a crazy cat looking lady, right? She wasn't like, I want to look like a cat. She's like, I want to be the best. Yeah. And she then loses a fight to Wonder Woman. So it's not even the best. They just turned her into a cat for no yeah, reason. Truly. <laughs> they made her dress like Cruella DeVille for about 30 minutes of this movie and then switched her to a cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I so also, Barbara, I'm here for. I'm here. Yes, for. and I do not, and will never, understand this good in heels narrative. Maybe that is the unspoken desire of every woman in the world. I do not know, 
At no point did it seem like uh, anything important in my life ever. Uh, sorry, what do you mean? Like you don't understand why that's wearing up as heels. A, oh, like you don't the, understand wearing heels like at the all. The shoes really was a thing. Like it, 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 and we a thing we kept going back to, of like, oh, we're wearing heels again. It's all about the heels. Look how good I am in these heels. And I'm like, okay, eh, have you tried? Sneakers. <laughs> you work in a museum. You're on your feet all day yeah. in a research lab. I think you could you could wear some practical shoes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, it's ridiculous that people don't know who she is when she works at the Smithsonian. You started two weeks ago? Okay, fine. Not everyone knows that you've joined the staff. But yeah. it's not like the Smithsonian Institute hires just random people off the street with no credentials. Like if she's hired as an expert at the Smithsonian Institute and has a PhD in something, it's probably because in her field, she's a fairly well-respected researcher and, and museum curator, right? Like she knows her stuff is my point. Yes, absolutely. Like, like, and who oh. among nerds would not appreciate another nerd? <laughs> I mean, she is a rock nerd, so there we go. <laughs> ah, there it is. No, there I guess it it's is. antiquities, but yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> rocks don't do anything. This one grants a wish. I'm on board with this rock. Um, don't talk to me about your pyrite or whatever. Uh, I don't know why I'm going so hard onto this. I apologize. <laughs> I, like I said it's it like a funny thing. thing. I said it's a like- Funny thing a few episodes ago, and I'm just like, for some reason on this episode, coming back to it, I don't know what's what's happening. I apologize. Fuck um, people. I've got a theory about Wonder Woman. Can I share this? Yes, of okay. course. So one criticism I've sort of heard about this movie is they're like, are you telling me that she's just been pining away for this guy who she's seen like for two weeks back in the like 1917 or whatever? Yeah. And she's been spending the last 70 odd years just mm-hmm. pining over this guy, mm-hmm. uh, pining over Chris Pine, pardon the pun. Uh, but I'm going to say no. You know what? You know what Chris Pine's character is to her? The hot college experiment, right? Because <laughs> she comes from an island of all women. Uh, I'm going to presume that the predominant sexuality on an island of Amazon women is that they are probably lesbians. And while by no means do you need to adhere to the dominant sexual preferences of your culture, probably a pretty good reason that Diana is at least bisexual. Right? So I don't think she's been without any relationships for the past 70 years. I think she leaves home for the first time, is touring around Europe for a bit, Hooks up with a guy who's not usually her thing, but like you know, she's out of the she's out of the house. She's <laughs> she's tuning around Europe. She's feeling a little crazy. Uh, hooks up with this guy, and seventy years later, it's still just like, I'm so tired of dating women, which you can see when she goes out to lunch with uh, Barbara, where she's just like, ah, I can't, I don't want to fucking date women anymore, and is like, oh, you know who, you know what was hot when I was young, and I hooked up with that dude in college. And I still, you know, I bet I would feel young again if I did that again. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to try and relive the past a little bit. Like, you know, I was more. OK, here's here's how I clocked it for for me. I was like, this is like the bus situation gone too far. 
Have you ever gotten on a bus and saw somebody and thought, wow, that person's hot. Sure. And for a second you go off into a reality where maybe it's like, oh, like down the line, something's happened, whatever. Right. You, you, you create a fantasy world within that one person for whatever the 30 seconds and then they're gone. Sure. Yeah. And you're like, what would our life be if, yeah. yeah, this guy left, and that's just what she's been doing. <laughs> it's like she's just been constantly, like, just fan, and she's just put too much on this one individual, more than any individual needs. Okay. For sure. And I would love to start talking about this man a little bit because there was, again, this for me is kind of where a lot of plot, for me, plot started to shake with, with this relationship. And this individual, because it was kind of like, okay, sure, fly this plane <laughs> that you definitely don't know how the fuck to fly. Oh, you, you better believe that's on my list of things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? First of all, why do they have a fully fueled uh, jet fighter just sitting on the tarmac of the Air and Space Museum, which Diana can just walk right into and they can just start up? Um because let me tell you, uh, you do not prepare a plane for flight and prepare it for preservation in a museum the same way. And you certainly don't leave jet fuel sitting around in its tanks for it just to be ready to go. You know? Well, yeah, because doesn't, uh, and you can correct me on that. I don't know what the the deal with jet fuel is, but I know like gas expires. <laughs> so like. <laughs> well, gas expires and it's like kind of corrosive you know what yeah, i mean like, like i'm just thinking i'm like if it's fueled up the whole time isn't that just bad and maybe won't work anymore <laughs> yeah like i don't know if it had just gotten delivered there there need to be some explanation to that but you're absolutely right a world war one biplane pilot is not going to be able to immediately fly a 1980s fighter jet you know <laughs> like yes. there there i don't i'm not a pilot i don't know everything about flying planes or, or that much, but I do know that you have to certify yeah. on, on airplanes for that reason, because every plane has its own like stall characteristics, its own thrust to weight ratio. Um, it, it can only turn a certain, you know, like, and you need to know that otherwise the plane falls from the sky uh, or goes into a spin or like all the rest. You need to know the emergency procedures. You can't just like get, and, and the difference between like probably a hundred horsepower biplane engine that was on a, like a literal wooden yeah. canvas plane where they're they're like leaning out and shooting pistols at each other compared to like a modern jet p- plane he wouldn't even know how to s- they started the engines in world war ii by grabbing the propeller and pulling on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they had a, a pull start like yeah, a- you, yeah they had a pull start on these <laughs> engines and he's gonna just sit down and be like oh i understand how to fly a jet no you don't you need ground equipment to get the compression going on the jet stuff so that it can it, anyway it's a whole i'm glad you brought it up <laughs> <laughs> when you bring it up it seems like i'm less unhinged about these things. <laughs> dude i'm telling you that whole thing was nuts and what drove me even more nuts okay because this is like i oh <laughs> why okay the, while they're in while they're in that plane, they're talking about how Wonder Woman. She's like, I've never been able to really like grasp flight. Like I've never been able to really sure. like handle it or do it. 
And he kind of just says like two sentences. He's like, well, have you thought about airflow? And then like literally two scenes later, she's like, oh my God, the airflow. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> I forgot the uh, air and wind exists. Like, But after she lets Steve go. Like yes. that was like the thing. I did like how she ran and she started healing it. Like that, like she was running away from it. It was very emotional. Oh, no, 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 no. The, I, I the, love I, all that. But the idea, the idea. That, <laughs> that it is the combination of flying is about air with grief. Like that, that was the magic <laughs> moment. <laughs> oh, I was just missing, I was just missing my grief. <laughs> it's one part air, two parts grief. <laughs> <laughs> that's her like magic pixie does for like Peter Pan. It's just like think of the people you've lost <laughs> instead of think of a happy thought. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. Like just him being like, you gotta move with the wind. And she's like, mmm, yes, very interesting. <laughs> I don't own a TV, but I don't know this. Like <laughs> fuck off. Are you a and you're able to lasso lightning and swing through the sky, but it was the grief. It was the grief. Uh, Every time, and I think this is just because, again, I'm so sorry. Listen, if you're listening and you're, like, a huge Wonder Woman fan, like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. But the lasso of truth, every time she spoke about it, I would laugh out loud. <laughs> like, it just... And I get, like, because I was like, okay, I feel like we're trying to do that, like, corny superhero thing, which, again... Yeah, it's it's a Wonder Woman staple, but, yeah, yeah. It's a, and it's a staple. It's, like, the invisible plane. I'm like, okay, I get why we're doing it. Yeah, exactly. I wish I don't we had care a that got the plane there. was invisible. I care that they yeah. for sure didn't have enough fuel to fly all the way to Cairo. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but this lasso of truth, I'm like, you can't... Like, it, it, when she's like, it's not me what, that powers it. It's the truth that powers it. I'm just like, I can't. You got it. You at least have to throw this woman a couple of jokes. Like, you can't make her say that and not have some funny things to say afterwards. It's too crazy. You got to cut it. I'm just saying. You got to cut it with something else a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, something that she doesn't want to admit, she says, because she's holding that. Like, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, for the love of God. Like, it's just any time these two characters had this, like, long, emotional, what I, I was like, this, this is where you cut the 45 that you need to cut. Like, I don't care about these people. You've stolen this man's body. Okay, he's telling you stop this. There's chaos everywhere. You're literally, as a hero, willing to sacrifice the entire world <laughs> for this dude that's not even in the body you're used to banging. No. <laughs> it's just hard nose across the board. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's a, yeah, I, I, I had a really frustrating time with that character and it's honestly, and I'm, I keep finding that I'm having this problem with these, uh, with um, these superhero movies it, when they're done from the female perspective. I'm just like, it's just slightly off. We're missing it just a bit. Like it's. Did you too, like the original Wonder Woman? I can't remember if I watched it. Okay, well, I mean, that would explain a lot of the backstory with Steve and all the rest. And why I don't care. <laughs> uh, but, like, I think that was far better done okay. than this. Like, it, but I'm just it, saying, like, okay, like, when I, uh, like, Captain Marvel, right? Sure. Captain Marvel, I enjoyed Captain Marvel. Okay, I was like, that's a good movie. I enjoy it. That's, that's nice, what have you. But for some reason, 
we've got to put this whole scene where this, where we've got all these little girls falling down and standing back up. And I'm like, honestly, my wrist, I hate this so much. Like, that's please, just too heavy handed for it's you. It's just, just, just stuffing it down my throat. I hate it. I'm like, why can't we just have people be people? These women are people. Let right. them be people. I see your point. Yeah. Like, don't make them a representation of every woman's struggle everywhere, every time. Right. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, no man has to do that. Batman doesn't have to represent do- yeah, every, we, 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 every we experience of every man that's ever have existed. Have a montage of Batman as a child getting thrown down and standing back up in different areas of his life that's never happened. It's never been pitched. Yeah. Because they never felt like they needed it. Uh. Okay. And that's and I think that's just kind of what cuts me a bit. Sometimes in these movies, I feel like we kind of get lost in this like. You, you know, like, oh, it's women. So, like, all these men are trash. And it's like, okay, well, that's not exactly. Yeah. I, I will say one thing I really do genuinely love about this. And you can disagree with this movie. And you can disagree with this if you want. But there are multiple points at which young girls see Wonder Woman. And they look up to her with such delight and wonder. And I just really enjoyed all those moments. It happens in the mall and it happens when she's like, they're on the road and she says, swings in and saves those kids. And the little girls in particular look up and go, wow. And it's, it's not vocalized or anything like that. It's just, they, they see, look at this cool girl. Yeah. And I just really like that. I thought that was subtle. I thought that was done well. Like, of course, little girls are going to wonder at Wonder Woman. No, I so like that. That, that I like. That's fine. Yeah, but you see that in other movies. Sure. <laughs> okay. You go. And yeah, people look up at Superman people. and go, "Wow!" Yeah, wow. And they, yeah, 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 yeah. That checks out. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just, yeah. I, I, th- I struggle with the way she's been written. I think she, that's my problem. I, her needing more humor, especially in this one, I oh. agree with. I think a lot of the humor in the first movie came from like she's a fish out of water. She doesn't know our customs. Yeah. Um, that sort of thing. So like she could play it a little like aloof and, Mm -hmm. uh, but like this one kind of comes across as like joyless, which is part like her character, like she's lonely and all the rest, which like, you know, is her sort of arc over this, but like you're fucking Wonder Woman. Have a little fun. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know, like you can be lonely, but also like joking and and well, all that the was rest. my whole thing of like you could still have friends or buy or like talk to somebody else or whatever because the other scenes where it's like she's like refusing these men would actually feel good to me where i'm like okay great because the those scenes land in this weird space of like i think you're trying to make the point that she has to get herself out there but the only point i'm getting is i would say no to these guys too like literally yes. every man that hits on her or is like, hey, you want to share a cab? No, she doesn't want to share a cab with a man she's never met. That's not her being a prude. That's being smart. Okay, that's just being you staying frosty out there. You know what she I'm needed, saying? She needed she uh, needed she needed a best friend who was a woman that wasn't Barbara. Like I think yeah. Barbara tried they tried to make Barbara work as that, but because she was inherently a villain and like but again, she was distant from her and standoffish and kind of short, like, like terse. I mean, not like small mm. in stature. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But how could anyway. you with those five inch heels? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it just seemed like the narrative was weird because I was like, okay, you're trying to show me that she turns down everybody, but it's like. Yeah, of course she would turn down the guy that's been like, I've had my eye on you for a while. Ew. <laughs> Get away. You fucking weenie. What do you mean you've had your eye on me for a while? I'm not a candy bar, man. Okay, like it's not, it's not like you're popping in a snack once you get to the refrigerator. I'm a person. Okay, talk to me like I'm a goddamn human being. My eye, maybe it's just I haven't been hit on in a while. Maybe I forget what that's like. <laughs> Maybe I just have no concept of what that is anymore. Yeah. Do people it's, still talk? Is that what it is? Do people still leave the house? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> is that what it's always been? Hey, pretty lady. No, it hasn't. I think you nailed it on the head where you're like, they did an 80s movie, but like, yeah, yeah the same Yeah, sort but of an like 80s open. movie. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you gotta you gotta update. Like, Because there was so much of it where I'm like, okay, visually, some of the stuff's super cool, right? Like, I love yeah. the costumes and, like, the scenes and everything. Although, when she was showing him around town of, like, oh, like, you, you haven't seen all of this technology. Like, I kept waiting for this guy to, like, there was, like, three different times in this film where I'm like, that guy should throw up. Why is he not Matrix puking right now at seeing that we've gone to space and all this shit? Yeah. Like, like, how has he not had a mental overload at any moment, but just been like, that's cool. That's cool, too. Yeah, I mean, I really did like when she took him to the Air and Space Museum because he was like, wow. Like, he's, like, yeah. an early pioneer and look at how far we've come. Um the part where he wows at a subway train is ridiculous. I'm not the first person to point this out. They had trains in yes. 1917. A lot of them, as a matter of fact. Uh, he probably would have seen fewer cars than he would have seen uh, <laughs> trains. Um, the other point, I did look this up. He's like steps on the escalator. And he's like, whoa. And I was like, wait, when was an escalator invented? Escalators were invented by World War One. Uh, they were not popular uh, or common. So... Also, it's established that he's from a rural community. He owned a mm. ranch. So I'm going to say that he probably had not seen an escalator before. So I'll give you that movie. But he definitely had seen a train because he'd been to Europe. You don't get shipped as a soldier over to Europe during World War One if you've never seen a train. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If, if we could get to the end, I'm going to... Um, people... I, I don't know. Okay. We, we the whole movie leads to this th this scene where everybody all around the world is making these wishes, right? Right. And like they're all it doesn't matter if you touch them or not at this point in the movie because fuck it. Rules. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, and that's when it really just turns into wow, humanity shit. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Woo! It's nukes, 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 nukes. I was like, has this man not spoken to one beauty pageant contestant? Okay? It's world peace. That's the... Somebody's asked for that. How has no one asked for that? Okay? It just took one of those women to get in there. We could have solved this whole problem. But the thing that gets me... And it's the smallest thing. Okay? It is the smallest part. <laughs> but there's this whole part where she's like trying to convince them, the whole world, to give their wishes back. Okay. With the lasso of truth. Yeah. Yes. But it's like a long speech, and it's like people like sitting there thinking, okay, should I do that? You know what I mean? They're contemplating. Why is the guy that wished the woman dead contemplating? 
He's clearly upset. It's a very small wish. Why are you taking a moment on this? Why are you taking an E, brother? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You didn't mean it. You immediately, of course, you didn't think you were actually wishing for it. The second you find out you can take it back, I'd be like, oh my God. Like, but he's literally like sitting there, like, maybe. Yeah, and I was like, but the wish I really want to know how they took it back is remember right at the beginning where they don't know that it's a wish stone yet, and the guy comes in and he goes, Oh, I wish I had a coffee, and then a coffee shows up. Yeah, how is that guy reversing his wish? He drank that coffee. Well, I think they can keep some of. I'm wondering what the what bad happened to him though. Can you imagine if it's just like an insane like the cost of that coffee was him getting hit by a bus? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, because I don't that think was, we ever saw should, what happened to him. <laughs> I should pay the dollar eighty for a. <laughs> but a yeah, it just seemed like so much of it. I was like, I. First of all, I was amazed by how how little people spent time wondering what they wanted. I was like, oh, if I get one, I'm going to take a minute. <laughs> I'm going to take it. And also, I'm like, most of these people, again, didn't know what contract they were signing into. Yeah. And I don't think everybody wished their wishes back. <laughs> <laughs> Think, I don't think so. You think some people kept it? Oh, I, bro, have you have you stepped outside? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! Did not work out well. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. A lot of people are keeping their wishes. I also don't buy that this is the first civilization to like rescind their wishes. <laughs> They're like nobody else was able to do it before. I'm like, yeah. I feel like the Mayans had some self-sacrifice within them. <laughs> Maybe a little yeah. more than the people they that were. are, like, screaming over the internet. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anything else we wanted to say about Wonder Woman? I mean, I feel like I could talk for three hours. So <laughs> she probably just cut me off because I, my God, yeah. I was There's watching that. There's a lot that. to unpack here. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I think probably time for uh, uh, our definitive ranking of how good the villains are. Uh, what do you got, Rebecca? Okay, so I've got the heel scale because I found that oh, nice. very odd. Okay, so um, from kitten heels. Uh, oh, uh, who? Oh, uh, by the way, I'm doing cheetah. I'm doing okay. uh, De- yeah. uh, uh, Barbara. Sorry. Um, from kitten heels uh, to the wrestler Triple H, I am going to give her a five inch pumps. Okay. You know what I mean? She looks good. Yeah. Okay, but she she might hurt you. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You're gonna roll some ankles there. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, I did. Uh, my scale is the tragedies of the 1980s scale. Uh, so on a scale of neon sweatbands, all the way up to the Challenger disaster, uh, I'm going to give. Dark. <laughs> 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 Bit of a wild swing there on that scale. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give Maxwell Lord. Uh, I'm going to give him a trickle-down economics uh, because it does, didn't work. Uh, it made the world a worse place. Everybody's worse off for it. Uh, but uh, you can't fault a guy for trying to make the system work for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. Trickle-down yeah. economics. And uh, we'll get to our heroes and villains of the week in a bit. But uh, for before we do that, a couple ways you guys can support the podcast. Oh, my God. Uh, everything we're doing this month is an audience suggestion. Uh, that someone has given at some point 
and then you guys voted on. But if you want to get in touch with us with your suggestions, you absolutely can. We're on a whole bunch of social media. Uh, on Twitter, that's where we're most active, at VWR Podcast, VWR Podcast on Twitter. Villain was right on Facebook. Or you can email us your suggestions uh, or comments or questions at villainwasright at gmail.com. You can check us out there. And uh, as well, uh, we also have... Uh, merch now. So if you like our logo, if you like uh, some some cool villain designs, uh, you can check it out at um, uh, vwrstore.fromsuperheroes.com. That's our T public store. We try and update that about every week. So check that out. And uh, yeah, if you also have a couple spare bucks to help the podcast. Of course, we've got Patreon. Patreon.com slash villain was right. Uh, we've got a lot of tears. You want to throw us a buck? Throw us a buck. That's awesome. Thank you so much. If you're doing that, amazing um our top tier seven bucks a month you get two bonus episodes a month they're shorter but they're wilder we get weird on them they're a lot of fun uh we, i i would say i get the most messages about our patreon <laughs> episodes <laughs> you get loose um so yeah guys as always patreon.com slash film was right if you guys want to throw us a couple of bucks and if you can't don't worry about it we love that you're listening if you're listening to this this is already amazing thank you so much for continuing to listen and you know continuing to support the podcast and now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week um not a lot going on eh craig you know (laughs) it's hard we're We're, we're heroes for having come up with these for uh, It's hard, but I I just wanted to, to kind of talk about something that I had noticed this week. Um, I I actually had to go into work a couple of times, and I have uh, been trying to avoid taking like um, transit. And I'm lucky enough to be able to catch an Uber every once in a while. And I was in two separate Ubers this week, and I was just interested to see if like everybody or not everybody. I mean, t- asking two other people isn't really a good census, but. <laughs> Um, I just kind of pitched this idea of like, are you guys at the point where you're just excited to see even other people having fun? <laughs> and they were both like, fuck yeah. <laughs> both had the exact same answer. It was like, yeah, like I saw some kids playing in a park yesterday and they were laughing and it just filled my heart with joy. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that is exactly how I feel because we're in this spot now where it's just this thing where some stuff is kind of opening up a little bit. Other stuff isn't. But even just hearing... <laughs> A child laugh can lift your spirits right now. Um, so again, you, what, I guess what I'm trying to pitch here, guys, is uh, you know just go hang out in a park and watch some kids. It, it, <laughs> just, <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know, but what I'm saying is, is I guess I feel like we're all kind of reaching this point where it's just fun to watch people have fun now, yeah. and I'm like, well, at least that's good. <laughs> oh, for sure. I've really really lowered my standards and expectations. <laughs> I just want to see another human being having an emotion. Yeah, I'm, yeah. There. I'm there as well. I'm there as well. Um, 
Yeah, that's great. I, I fully support that. Uh, I've got uh, I've got a hero this week as well. We're we're doing uh, real positive ones here. Yay! Uh, <laughs> Was so my positive? We're not sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my hero of the week is uh, is our producer Andrew, good good friend, our producer uh, Andrew Ivamy, who has encouraged me to be a better person. Uh, so Whoa. I will, yeah. So I will I will sort of describe kind of what happened. So. Uh, a, a, a little while back, we were sort of doing a, a backyard hang, and like naturally through conversation, Andrew sort of mentioned that uh, casually that sometimes um, packages get delivered to his building and sit in the uh, the lobby for a while, and that he will, on occasion, if they've been sitting there too long, deliver them to the apartments that they're supposed to be at, uh, or take a package over to the old folks' home down the street from him. Yeah. And we kind of all looked at each other uh, afterwards, uh, the, the friends excluding Andrew, and we were like, that's really nice. Would any of you do that? And we were all like, no, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> we would absolutely not do that. Uh, so that's kind of how it started. Then a few days ago, uh, I look out on our, my balcony first thing in the morning, and there's this like furry thing line on our balcony and i'm like oh god something died out there like some somehow something got up to the 10th floor and died and i look at it a little closer it's not an animal what it is is it's um you know the the fake fur the or the fur trim on like a winter coat hood yeah yeah yeah. and you know how some of them are detachable right like you can Mm -hmm. clip them on or zip them on or off or whatever and that had clearly fallen down onto my balcony from up above okay and was just sitting there and i was just like uh, what am I going to do about that? Probably nothing. <laughs> I should probably just throw that out. And then I was W-W-A-D. like, WWAD. What would Andrew do? Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, because I'm like, wait a minute. Like we we've all lost something like that. It's not like those things are easy to replace. Like if you lose oh, it from yeah. your coat, you're never going to find it. It doesn't a exist on that coat anymore. It, exactly. And I was like, what if somebody really needs this and like they're going to open their you know, they're closed for the winter and like they're not going to have it and they're going to be cold and like what if they can't afford another coat? And I was just like, ah, okay. So yeah, what would Andrew do? And I was like, okay, I'm going to do the right thing. This is after a couple of days. I just let it sit there for a couple of days to be clear. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to take a picture of it. And I drafted a letter and I figured out that it was either the apartment directly above us or the one neighboring us. And then every floor up above that. So uh, tw- 11 floors above us, two apartments per floor, 22 letters. I like printed out the, the printer was jamming and like all the rest. And I folded them up. I- it took me so long to get these letters printed because uh, the print Craig favors the technology. The printer is garbage. Uh, but I finally get all these letters and I take the elevator up to the top floor and I'm like dropping them through people's mail slots and walking down the stairs, like the 11 floors, like putting it in. And I just like got home and I was like, you know what, Kat? I did it. I did the right thing. I did it. Whatever happens, if I don't hear from anybody, I feel good. I didn't just throw this thing out. I did the right thing. So a couple hours goes by and I get a call because I left my number. And it's this guy's like, yeah, can I speak to Craig? And I was like, yeah, hi. And he's like, uh, oh, yeah, I got your note. Um, yeah, thank you so much for that. Uh, that's, that's great. That's really considerate of you. Um, yeah, that was garbage. I was throwing that out. <laughs> And it got away from me. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. And I was like, all right, man, no problem. And I just threw it out. But, like, yeah, so that's my moral. What would Andrew do? He would waste a lot of printer ink. <laughs> 
to get the same result. <laughs> so my heroes, Andrew, for like encouraging me to be a better That's person. Good. But yeah. That was garbage. <laughs> oh, I was throwing that out. No, thank That's... you, but throw that out. <laughs> That's great. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so I think uh, that does it for us uh, this week on the podcast. Rebecca, where can people get in touch with you? As always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reeds, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-R-E-E-D-S on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah, and you can follow me at Craig Fake Comedy on Facebook or Twitter. And uh, that's it for The Villain Was Right this week. Uh, tune in next week when we will be covering Audience Choice Month continues with The Great Gatsby. And we got a fantastic guest lined up for that, so make sure you tune in. And until then, this has been The Villain Was Right, reminding you to be careful what you wish for, or you might become a weird cat lady. <laughs> <laughs> The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Rivemi for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>